Hello and welcome to week five of the Jedediah Diaries. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Paquette. I feel like maybe you should have a... Because I say I'm your host. Do you feel like maybe you should be... I would say like I'm a co-host. No, or... I don't know. I'm also your host. I'm your best friend. <laughs> I will say that for some reason when I say my full name, it sounds to me... I don't know if this has to do with <laughs> self-esteem, <laughs> but it sounds like I'm joking. <laughs> We often joke about, not joke about my name, but we, I don't know what the target of the joke is really. Sure. But the gist of the joke is that your name is infinitely (laughs) screw-uppable. Yes. So when I say my actual name, like I'm Tori Puckett, it just seems funny to me. Right. Whilst Tompy Pimpot seems just the most normal thing in the world. (laughs) Yeah. If you're unable to say your full name without it seeming like a joke, (laughs) that points to maybe some deep-seated kind of issues. (laughs) I mean, I feel weird saying Jedediah Baker, but that's because I go by Jed Baker. Yeah. I'm Jedediah Baker because the podcast is the Jedi Diaries. If the podcast was the Jedi Diaries and I never referred to myself as Jedediah, I think it would yeah, confusing. Yeah. But I was going to say that this is the first time I've said my full name for this podcast where it felt natural. Oh, yeah. all right. We'll use it. Progress. Perfect. Look at how far we've come. I know. In just five short weeks. Five weeks. Jedediah is a man. Who once was a boy And he wrote down all his feelings In a diary to enjoy Now he's reading it again Reading it for you Maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jedi Diaries Jedi Diaries That's the name of this podcast And now the song is through So this is week five of a podcast called The Jedi Diaries. You know our names. First of all, thank you for listening and coming along this journey with us. I know last week things got a little dark mm-hmm. for little Jed, but I think things might just turn around yeah. this week. Or if not turn around, at least just be very uneventful. <laughs> it's a it's a form of turning around, yeah. I guess. Or it's maybe just turning around and then idling <laughs> in the street rather than turning around and continuing on your way. <laughs> We, if you can believe it, got some calls to the tip line. Oh. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I can believe it too. You know what? We, in a fully expected and completely normal outcome, got some calls to the tip line. Oh, we got more than one. Two calls. Oh. And I thought we could listen to them. I'd love to. Okay. Hello, Jetta Diaries. This is Kathy from Oakland, California calling. Long-time listener, first-time caller been really enjoying the episode so far. In listening, I had a question, which was, Jed, do you think that as a young man, some part of you was concerned that somebody might read your diary, and therefore you wrote these entries to be purposefully succinct and discreet, if you will? Just wondering what a 12-year-old Jed might might have been thinking at that time. Thanks for the great show, guys. Jed and Tori. Bye-bye. Kathy, thank you so much for your call. She raises a good question. She does raise a good question. The first thing this made me think of is that, remember how, like, in the first couple weeks, there were those two entries that were kind of vague? Because I had left the diary at at one of my parents' houses, and then I said, from now on, I'm taking this to my mom's Mm -hmm. or whatever. That means I was taking the diary to school. Oh. Every couple of days. 
You did have a lock on it, though. I had a lock on it, but that's a high-risk scenario. Carrying my diary around every day in my backpack or leaving it in my... There's no good scenario here. If I'm taking my diary from one parent's house to another, it means I don't have a single permanent hiding spot. Right. It means it's somewhere someone could find it almost every day, Mm -hmm. if not maybe like every other day. I think the schedule back then was maybe like two on, two off, something like that. But yes, there was a tiny lock on it that would have been very easy to pick but you were still exposing yourself to a certain degree of risk yeah so maybe i was kind of leaving my most deepest thoughts and feelings out or being intentionally vague just against the possibility that somebody a stranger or even josie i mean i did have a a little brother who who i wasn't fond of at the time right who loved to make me uncomfortable and loved to pick on me but you're still saying things like my class is scum I don't think that that's... But you presumably would not want your... Like, class to know. Class to know that you thought them scum. Okay, yeah. So, Kathy, I think the answer to your, your question is no. I think I was just that boring. <laughs> I don't think I was intentionally being discreet. I think maybe yeah. I simply wasn't that deep at the time. That's a good question, but maybe it's too early in the year to mm-hmm. really know. I think we've got to get a little bit deeper in, and then eventually, hopefully, it'll become clear if I'm if I'm holding back or not. We've kind of covered what a diary is, but I think a lot of people view it, and maybe you would in later years or in later months, as a place into which your emotions kind of can pour forth. But you seem to be yeah. using it as a record. Which is a totally valid Legitimate. use of a diary. Of I mean, there's a couple of ways to use a diary. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, usually diaries that record records are more of a kind of window into the, the time, and they're like important historical documents. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this classifies as that. It does give you some insight into the mind of a specific 12-year-old, but I'm not recording any kind of historical local events, yeah. national events, world events. Nabokov, I think, said, I write to know what I think. I oh. wonder if this was helping you yeah, just come little, to terms uh, with what you think. A little Nabokov. Again, thank you, Kathy. Listeners, if you have a question or a theory that you'd like to share with us, please call 802-851-9578. That's our tip line. Uh, just leave a message and uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll address it. Okay, so we got another call this week. Here it is. Follow the trail to find the answers. Toysfromthepast.blogspot.com forward slash 2012 forward slash. It just keeps going like this. <laughs> That's it. Let's go to that website, I guess. Oh, here it is. It's a blog post from 2012 about the core, the off brand GI Joes from last week. Yeah, it's got all their names here. Large Sarge, Hammer, Tony Tanner. They already had names. Thank you, anonymous, mysterious voice, <laughs> yeah. directing us to the answers. What we learned here is that they, they did have names already. I wonder why you rechristened them. You know, we talked a little last week about, about authorship, and I think when I'm referring to hanging out with you and Matt, I say I played mm. with them a lot. So I think I was still in a phase of life where imagination and play was important and authorship was not. Yeah. So like, it doesn't matter really what their names are given. Like, yeah. I this is my world to, to play in. Sure. I wonder when that shifts. Well, is 12 too old to be playing? I think I use the word play in sixth grade too. I remember when we were 12, 
being at Matt's house playing and his older sister, Emily, saying to her friend, Matt and Tori like to play pretend. And I remember really <laughs> like bristling at that characterization. But that's what you were doing. It's entirely what we're doing. You know, she was older and cooler. Yeah, and and yeah. I remember being embarrassed that it was called playing, playing pretend specifically. Yeah. And I think maybe that was we were on the cusp of an age where playing was not really a thing. Playing was something anymore. that you like hide a little yeah. bit. You know, I've got a two-year-old nephew and he always wants to play. Playing is his life is about playing. And I think that's true for the first 12, okay. 11 years. Right of up, right up think, until this I point. I think you get into that 12, 13 age range. And yeah. I mean, I remember playing with toys up until we were like 14. But for the last two or three years of that, I didn't want anyone to know about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah. January 30th. I have to take a bath tomorrow. <laughs> again. The time is 12, 12. I saw Home Alone 2 again. Jason babysat. Okay. We know who that is at this point. We do. Not a lot of questions here. Although the first four words of this entry are scribbled out and it says, I took a bath. Okay. And then it's scribbled out and it starts with, I have to take a bath tomorrow. Mm. And if you'll remember from last week, very mysteriously, after calling my class scum, I said, I took a bath not. So let me ask you this. I think Home Alone 2 had just come out in theaters. So did you go to the theater again? I must have. That's nice. Mm -hmm. The Bijou Theater. Mm -hmm. You must have loved it. Yeah. I mean, I just watched it again very recently Mm -hmm. and love it. Love it today. Yeah, it does hold up. I find it interesting that I have no judgment, just a statement of... We can only infer that you love it. Well, if I saw it it again. January 31st. I went skiing today. I got an awesome tip book for KQ Games. Oh. I was tired all day. I hope there is no school tomorrow. <laughs> There's a lot of repeated sentiments and yep, activities. Yep, yep. But I'm pumped about this tip book, yeah. which means that maybe I can get back to beating whatever King's Quest game I had given up on yeah. a couple of weeks ago. What um, are uh, tip books? They just teach you It's like a walk, and... basically a walkthrough. I mean, now there's guides like you just type in king's quest walkthrough and you get the entire thing mm-hmm. so it was that but in book form where did you find these things um, Pre, pre-internet there was probably a section at a bookstore a very small section that was games yeah and within the games section there was computer game tips tips yeah. and tricks what an analog way to find information yeah. yeah really allowed me to finally put that game in its place mm-hmm. an awesome tip book awesome is spelled wrong okay i've, I've left out the initial e <laughs> And tomorrow is spelled two, the number two, dash M-O-R-R-O-W. So okay. not really saving any characters by including the dash, <laughs> but playing with language. We've laughed about your baths, but I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Go on. I just wonder why you feel compelled to record every everyone. I just don't think I've got much going on. <laughs> yeah. One of those entries is just, that's all I talk about. Mm-hmm. It is a good question because other things are clearly happening to me. Right. I'm choosing to record my bath. Yeah. I have a theory. It's probably one of the last, the last things, things I that do before so I write was, an entry. It was fresh in your mind. <laughs> it was fresh in my mind. <laughs> so it's not that I think it's important or noteworthy. It's simply that it's the last thing that happened to me. Do you think you're recording it to remind yourself? No. Of when you talk? I think I'm just, I've got four lines to fill. Right. What am I going to say? <laughs> yeah. I talk about having to take a bath. Tomorrow, the day before, but no mention of the bath on that day. day, So who knows? (laughs) Very sloppy record keeping. (laughs) February 1st. There was stupid school. Mm. 
shoot. I have a headache. Mm. I took a bath yesterday. (laughs) Circling back. I just wanted to know if I took a bath (laughs) or not. Thank you. Today, I beat KQ6 and almost beat KQ5. Mm. I want KQ4, 3, 2, and 1. (laughs) So you beat 6 before you beat 5. So we thought that I made a mistake, but I was playing both 6 and 5 at the same time. Yeah. About a week ago, I give I gave up on King's Quest Six. Yeah, and thanks to this awesome tip book, you were able to overcome. Yeah. Which is like not really an accomplishment, is it? I needed a tip book. Mm-hmm. They were super hard. That was the era where, in computer games, you could miss something important. You could like not pick up an object mm-hmm. or like not talk to somebody early on in the game, and like twelve hours later in the game, it would be impossible to win. Yeah, because you just screwed up in a way that wasn't fixable. It was a design flaw. Interesting thing to me about, because you've long been a video game enthusiast, other than, as I mentioned in episode one, my experiences with the Sega Genesis, I've never taken to video games. <laughs> yeah. I told you I've only beaten one video game in my life, which was the first Sonic. And I beat it and I realized, okay, what now? And I never, there's like a block for me. Like the best case scenario. Oh, so you beat the, it and you were like expecting yeah, something. I was let down in a way. I mean, I wasn't actually expecting something, but I felt empty. Yeah, I think you just move on to the next one to fill that hole. I mean, I like crossword puzzles. I like other things where, other than the satisfaction of knowing that you've figured something out, there is no material gain. Yeah, well, that's an intellectual pursuit. You've gained knowledge, maybe. You know, I think that any video game in that era, it was like... It's like a puzzle. Well, it's entertainment while it's happening. I think beating a game is, to me, secondary. It's like the beating of the game is just like reading the last page of a book. Mm Mm-hmm it's over yeah. and you can kind of reflect on it less so than like an accomplishment to be like getting to the top of a mountain. Yeah. It's similar in some ways, but it's more that like, that is how you know it's over. Yeah. And you can go do something else. <laughs> right. February 2nd. Mm-hmm. I beat KQ5 today. Wow. I am close to beating Indy. It is hard. I like it. <laughs> I had math homework and I didn't do it. No. Bath tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I think I feel like a theme is sort of developing this <laughs> yeah. week. That's good because in the past you've indicated frustration or, or dislike of a game that is hard. You, oh, you're it's, right. It's hard, but you yeah, like it, which indie. is good. It seems like the third game I've decided to try to tackle from mm-hmm. that five pack is the Indiana Jones yeah. game. <laughs> this is during the week. Mm-hmm. You blew off your math homework. I blew off my math homework. Oh, yeah, good point. I blew off my math homework to play two different computer games. (laughs) The fact that I beat King's Quest VI before King's Quest V irks me a little bit. Yeah. Something that feels important to me as an adult, and I I assumed this was always the case. I really like to, like, know everything about one piece of a a story before I go on to the next one. So, like, I don't want to see a sequel if I haven't seen Mm -hmm. the first movie. I wouldn't really want to play a game if I hadn't played the game before it. Yeah. I mean, good, great observation that despite a game being hard, uh, I like it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm growing, even in a short span of time. <laughs> well, it looks like things are maybe, despite the headache and school happening, things mm-hmm. are looking a bit up for you this week. Well, it looks like I'm really focusing on computer games and baths yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah. That's about all. And that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. It sounds does. very relaxing. <laughs> I do want it like my opinion. Actually, no, it does. I hate both baths and oh, computer games. God, well, this is a way we are very different. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love both those things. That sounds like a heavenly day. I can't take a bath without wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> that can't be true. It is. Is that? <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> what do you mean? Sitting in a bath. <laughs> it just, it really. What? There are movies or books when I'm reading about someone taking a bath. And it makes me, like, I have to put down the book or walk away from the movie. Are you serious? No, it's like a thing. This is now a podcast about baths. <laughs> it is. This is a podcast about baths and the mysteries surrounding them. I'm sorry to laugh at you. Is this a, like a phobia or a trauma or? I don't know if it's a phobia. It's it's like squidgy. You, you, you don't like the feel of a bath? I don't like the thought of a bath. Wow. But I used to take baths when I was younger. Sure. It's developed in the later years. Is it a hygiene thing? Is it just the idea that you're sitting around in your own kind of filth? Yeah. That's, that's problematic? I can get closer to the idea if I've taken a shower Take first. a shower first. How do you feel about pools? I don't love pools. I think it's the stagnant still water. Yeah. I mean, hot tubs aren't my favorite thing in the world, but like... I, they are. I, they're not. They're not, yeah. but I don't have a fundamental problem with them. Because it's hot and also... Yeah, the water's moving. Even though they're like bacteria traps. But like, what? Well, listen to this. Hold, close your eyes for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so clawfoot bathtub. Yeah. Are, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Keep, keep them closed. Okay. <laughs> clawfoot bathtub. It's hot, steaming water. Perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some bubbles, some maybe essential oils sprinkled mm-hmm. around. There's candles all around. There's a man playing the violin <laughs> just out of sight. <laughs> yeah. Very, very like quiet, calm. You know, the lighting is really relaxing. Mm-hmm. You are naked. Mm-hmm. And now you are sliding into the bath. Appalling. <laughs> <laughs> so I think most people would find that very a very relaxing, relaxing kind thing. of scenario yeah. to be hypnotized to. I mean, you said a lovely scene, and I like everything leading up to the... Rose, there's rose petals on, like, sort of on the tile floor. Yeah, that doesn't change it. Really. <laughs> Gosh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, that sounds just heavenly to me. Yeah. Did you take showers at the time or no? Just I, baths? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Ask the diary. Sounds like I was primarily a bath man back then. <laughs> I don't think I had a traumatic bath experience. It was just a slow disillusionment. Are you a hypochondriac or a germaphobe today? I'm a hypochondriac. I'm not really a germaphobe. Yeah. So, it, I mean, you're not, it's not relaxing to you because it's, don't get me wrong, taking a bath is gross. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are any dirty at all, yeah, that dirt is in that tub with you. Mm-hmm. But I think most people can just sort of ignore that or they don't care because it's you. It's not someone else's filth. It's your filth. And I think the thought of taking a bath in like a place where others may have taken baths, which okay. is essentially anywhere. Yeah. I mean, unless you live on your own and yeah. you, you, you buy a fresh new bath. Fresh new house. From the bath store. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Nobody's ever taken a bath in this. This isn't the floor model, right? No one's ever. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Showers. Oh, I mean, I have no problem with showers. Them. Bathing suits in the shower. No, I don't. That's yeah. not necessary. Wait, no, hold on. Let's that that the the. How does a bathing suit help? I think it sounds like it's a butt a butt thing. I mean, I think the more skin to surface contact there is, the, the grosser it is. Yeah. Well, why don't you wear pants? <laughs> I guess that's ridiculous. <laughs> because it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't like taking baths. I know a lot of people derive. Immense pleasure. I think if you if you had a bath that was all yours, yeah, you cleaned it real good, yeah, you showered twice, mm-hmm. maybe you could enjoy it. I got the right um, water resistant pants, <laughs> some scuba pants, <laughs> yeah, maybe like a wetsuit. <laughs> there we go. We'll get you in a bath this year. <laughs> you just wait. February third. I am not taking a bath <laughs> because. <laughs> 
because dad is making me go to bed at 10 o'clock if I'm lucky. Oh. I am mad. And then it's a, it's a partial rebus, partial sentence. Okay. So a drawing of an eyeball, mm-hmm. the word almost, a drawing of one stick figure beating another stick figure, oh, okay. and then the word indie. I see where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. I almost beat indie. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think about that? Was that your dad saying, if you're lucky? Like I, you, must have, I must have been in trouble. Mm. <gasps> have I been in trouble before in this diary? I don't think so. That's Is he saying, like, if I, you're lucky, you can stay I, up I, until 10? I'm not taking a bath mm-hmm. because dad is making me go to bed at 10 o'clock if I'm lucky. Yeah. So that sounds like dad was like, you're going to bed at 10 if you're lucky. Oh, I see. Like, you might have to go to bed earlier. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why my baths have to be after 10 p.m. or why I was so busy up until 10. I didn't have the time. <laughs> I will say, so 10... Is that late for a... Well, you were as we know 12, from a few 12. days ago, yeah, I was up after midnight yeah. the other day. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was at my mom's. Yeah. Maybe I can stay up later at my mom's. I was mad. I was mad. This seems to me the first true instance of me. I'm certainly being punished. Yeah. I don't know what for. I haven't talked about anything this week but baths and video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't do my math homework. Right. Maybe I was seeing some repercussions. <laughs> Maybe. For just... <laughs> fucking off on my math homework entirely (laughs) did your parents have different house rules i mean i would imagine that would be hard to adapt to i don't remember like if your mom yeah i mean they were you know they were very different personalities yeah if your mom's like stay awake and tell whenever you want and then yeah i mean in the layouts of the house so my my mom lived when they got the divorce my mom stayed in our house which was like a three-story behemoth of a home Mm -hmm. and then my dad moved to an apartment across town which was like a one floor apartment Mm -hmm. like you know all the rooms were on top of each other yeah so certainly things things would have been a little different i don't know how that would have changed house rules but the experience would have been very very different Mm -hmm. so i was mad i was being punished and i was mad yeah despite it all i almost beat nt this week i'm averaging nearly beating one computer game a day yeah practically i mean it's no wonder you don't have much to write about (sighs) Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not really out there having all kinds of new experiences, engaging, am I? Yeah, engaging with the world. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm coming home after school and probably sitting down in front of the computer immediately. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Why yeah. do you, I mean, they're fun, mm-hmm. certainly. Mm-hmm. And I had them. Yeah. And, the, you know, the video games I got, you know, at the end of 1992 mm-hmm. are taking me on a soft, comfortable ride right. throughout this year so far. Yeah. Could you just, at that point, sit down at five and stay on the computer until 10? I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I must have been doing something like that because yeah. I was going to school during the days. Yeah. You know, now I'm wondering, do you think I didn't want there to be school because I just wanted to keep playing computer games? Yeah, maybe. That's, that makes sense. That's possible. That's true today. I don't want there to be work because I just want to keep playing video games. <laughs> yeah. February 4th. I am not mad at dad anymore. Oh. Bodie climbed through his top ring. Jonathan and Cindy came over. I am going to Circus Smirkus in the summer. I wonder if you no longer being angry at your dad has to do with you going to Circus Smirkus camp. Or oh, maybe. Entirely yeah. unrelated. Well, so that's a Thursday. I suppose I must have signed up for Circus Smirkus camp or my parents must have signed me up that yeah. day. Maybe I mean, your dad it's, it's signed February. you up in that. Oh, yeah. Maybe he felt bad yeah. about making me go to bed at 10 and not take a bath. <laughs> my favorite thing to do. <laughs> So sometime over the next day, I was not mad at him any longer. Mm-hmm. Bodie. You had a, two Bodies, right? I think this is Bodie 1. Okay. This is the first Bodie. You had three birds, Bodie, Spike, and then Bodie 2? Yep. Yeah. So this is the first Bodie. Yeah, I believe so. 
I'm not sure, but I imagine we might hit Dude. Bodhi One's death in this in this book. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, see how you handle that. Yeah. So Jonathan and Cindy, as we mentioned, we mentioned I think in the first week. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, I have spelled J O H N A T H I N. Okay. And Cindy S Y N D Y. Okay. Maybe that's how she spelled it. I mean, if she did in fact spell it that way, it makes me inclined to believe that Jonathan spelled his name with an I, <laughs> which is also non-traditional. I, I don't know how I would not know how to spell Jonathan, but I certainly don't know how I would not know how to spell, spell Cindy. Cindy. Yeah. Maybe she spelled it S-Y-N-D-Y. February 5th. Today is library camp. I'm having fun. Donnie is being a doofus wiener jerk. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Tori and me had fun. It is late. Good night. Okay, I remember this. Yeah! Do you remember library? No! Oh, it was great. It was a slumber party at the school. At the elementary school? At the elementary school. Not at the library. Well, we we slept in the library. At the school. At the school. (gasps) Nope, don't remember. It was basically like, what's it called? Like a lockdown? I think other schools have that. We would get there at five or six. And along with our classmates and chaperones, we would just play games and eat pizza and watch movies all night and then go to sleep at like midnight, then get up the next morning and have breakfast and play more games and then go home. So this means I'm writing in this diary at school, at school, yeah, in the library, yeah, with everyone around. <laughs> yeah, that seems very brave or foolhardy. <laughs> it does. I mean, it kind of that. That fact makes me think that maybe Kathy, Kathy was, was right. Kathy from Oakland was right. Yeah. Like perhaps I did expect an audience that someone at might. some point mm-hmm. and was kind of holding back my truest, deepest feelings. Yeah. Or maybe I just didn't care. Yeah. I'm glad to hear I was having fun at library camp. Yeah, it was fun. You know, I'm sorry to hear that Donnie was being a doofus wiener jerk. Mm-hmm. That's doofus dash wiener dash jerk. Yeah. Donnie was a friend of ours at the time. Mm-hmm. What do you think he was doing? Probably making fun of us. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. He was a mercurial personality. Donnie of the Drums, who I think we maybe mentioned yeah, yeah, in the saxophone yeah. week. That's it. That's the diary for this week. I like, uh, as a sign-off, it is late. Good night. Again, I'm talking talking to the, to diary. the diary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the picture this paints. I'm, you know, sitting in a sleeping bag mm-hmm. in the library. There's like books. People are sort of nestling down and then I'm just sitting there writing with a pencil in my little tiny diary. And you know where we got the pizza from? How's pizza? That's right. God, my favorite my pizza. Favorite, my favorite pizza, too. Mr. Georgiatis, if you're listening, we would love to have you as a sponsor for this show. So if you'd like to um, sponsor the Jetta Diaries, please give us a call on the tip line at 802-851-9578, and uh, we can talk um, details. But we would be very happy to promote your, your business establishment. Folks, thank you so much for being with us this week full of baths <laughs> you know not what i was expecting you know this was it was a turnaround like mm-hmm. i i'm none of the angst of last week mm-hmm. i'm mad at my dad but that seems totally warranted maybe acting out a little bit but you know this was a uh, maybe a little dull but certainly satisfying to little jed i, I think, think so. and satisfying to me to read yeah, about me too this is like we're getting into it this is like the sargasso sea you know that <laughs> There's no wind, but you're just kind of drifting. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's, we're just, you're just, it's like when you're taking a nice, like, long, warm bath. <laughs> kind and you're of. just kind of laying there. You got nothing to do, nowhere to be. Disgusted. <laughs> 
Cheddar Diaries. The Cheddar Diaries. That's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.